Good morning, Big Kitty Lambs, folks. This is the broadcast. It's your host, Dan Rockwell, a.k.a. Pleasy Speak, coming to you live from the darkened interiors of his house here at 5.22 a.m. Well, it's official. You can um, officially hunt down women in Texas and uh, persecute them for being scared and confused. And um, additional uh, measures are actually um, happening for transgenders, um, anyone switching faith. You know, if you were a Presbyterian and then you went, you know, demonic, symphonic, if you do that, you can also be dark. You know what I mean? Um, and it's a really, you know, it just brings out a lot of... Um, anger in me and it's funny is I'm learning so much about myself more and more and that I am um, you know my the language I use to express myself is shaped by what I do for a living and what I do for a living is build prototypes for people and and really helps start companies. That's what I do. What I really do is I, you know, I, I give perspective. My team builds things. I, I had to make that separation. Um, for as much as I can um, build things, I'm really a dreamer, right? I'm the one that builds it. But what's cool is that everything I dream is based on reality. So if I can dream it, that's actually the recipe to build it. You know, it's right there in front of us. So it's, I know enough about what I, you know, you know what I mean? Whatever. You could say everyone dreams. It's not the same thing. Trust me. You know what I mean? When Steve Jobs dreamed, he had a far greater detail of what he could do. He couldn't do that. We could. And it's that kind of aspect. Um, I'm not saying I'm Steve Jobs, but you know what? I'll tell you who I fucking am. Dan Rockwell. Columbus, Ohio. So, you know, that's who I fucking am. But, yeah, this Texas thing bothers, you know, shoots to my core. And um, you know, it's uh, it just—it's another place. It's another—it's another sign, actually. It's another sign that uh, humanity as a whole is way out of pace. What with the capability of our mind, there's a huge part of our whole. American system that does not want to change things. It does not want to, you know, it doesn't want to see, you know, it was hard enough, you know, given Negroes, right, the right to vote. That was super hard, right? And it was super hard to get let women vote. It was a dumb idea, right? So it's like, we don't want to change. And what we're going to do is we're going to express, we're going to express how much we don't want to uh, change through other means, right? So and just as I, I'm using the metaphors of startup weekend to sort of, you know, or private prototyping or startups and I want to build concepts. That's the language that I know and how to, just as I use that language to express myself, you know, people who feel real angry at, um, it's not even that, that's the thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> that wasn't the case. It wasn't, it wasn't a, 
you know, a person, a righteous person who was angry about, you know, women um, abortions, right? It wasn't a person that came up with that. It was a technology consultant that sat in the middle of that conversation. There was a me in that meeting when they talked about, well, what can we do about, you know, these women you know, having abortions? And what's funny is there wasn't a technology person in that room, right? Otherwise, you'd see a tech play or something focused around technology. Now, the person in that room was a lawyer. And a lawyer's like, well, you know, you could do this, you know? And, and if you think about it, the lawyer and I are pretty much the same thing. The lawyer believes and worships the God of law. And the God of law says, as long as there's a precedent from, if there's a precedent that, a precedent that establishes the truth, then you can magnify the truth. And so much of law is geared around establishing the precedent. It's not so much doing the things that are right and wrong. It's to establish a precedent so it can it can create a, um, a continuum of of um, of uh, litigation. And if I can create a, a continuum of litigation, then I can create infinite number of possibilities to profit from that litigation. So that's what a lawyer does. A lawyer has the ability to to uh, look at a situation and find all the compliance and law aspects of it. The lawyer is there to help um, the, the, the governor dream in law, right? The governor doesn't know about law. The governor doesn't know what the law can do and what it can do. So that's what the lawyer is in the room there for, to help them dream. The lawyer is very much like a technologist like myself. A lawyer is uh, a person who's designed, really, to be agnostic to whether, uh, to good, uh, actually, to right and wrong. They're, they're agnostic to that. They don't necessarily have any belief system that you know things should be right or things should be wrong. They don't have that. They only have the power or the ability to really comprehend things through the lens of law. So they can tell you what you could do from a law perspective. That's all. And, and I went to the next step, you know. So from a technologist perspective, I'm equally the same. Um, except I'm, you know, I uh, worship the God of technology, right? And the God of technology is equally um, agnostic, much like a lawyer. Uh, but it's not so much right and wrong. Technology is, is really, um, it can be good, right? Or it can be evil. And again, technology does not care because it doesn't know what evil is. All it knows is it's your what you defined as evil is what evil is. That's fine. You know what I mean? I mean, technology is a is a the hosting service that says, I don't care what the fuck you're gonna do with this website. You just need to tell me where it is so I can send files there. Right. So technology is agnostic. Right? Lawyers are 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 um I don't even think lawyers think in the sense of uh, right and wrong. I think they're usually placed, like we're told in the public, that you know this is this is a lawyer for defendants, right? People that, and these are the lawyers are attacked. People like we're sort of told that we don't really know the true like mentality of that. But yeah, so there's a big part of me that wants to show Texas just how horrific this decision has. You know, I want to show them the true ramifications of their of their actions.
And I want to show them in such a vile and upfront way that it's just, it helps everyone get the message better. You know, the only reason why the Supreme Court let it go is they just, they were thinking in their, in their frame of, of time, right? In their frame of time, um, this sounds fine. You know what I mean? And they, and they, they didn't have the ball to necessarily fight it. Um, and that's because we have a degraded sense of humanity in America. Uh, we have a degraded sense of appreciation for our fellow man or woman. Um, we have a degraded sense of um, tradition. We have a degraded sense of honor. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what America's lost. That's probably hurts more than anything. And honor is a great word to use because people down in Texas vehemently would understand the notion of honor, right? They would. Even the people that wrote this shitty law understand the notion of honor, but they see themselves on the side of honor. That's the thing. <laughs> and uh, if you want to say what Texas is doing is honorable, well, then I think we should go back to the dictionary and maybe change that definition. My brain keeps thinking about how can I address this situation? How can I educate those in Texas? Just exactly, you know, what this means. And at the same time, I'm thinking about how to launch the Underground Railroad. You know what I mean? And I need, you know, and a lot of the ways I want to express things is just through the slapstick, dark comedy. You know what? You ask where it, here it is. You know what? Like, I want to have the white guy, here's what I think we should do. And and then I want, you know what the funny thing is that, is that black guys are just as smart and they can articulate just as smart as that, but the culture kind of gives them that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they could come on and, and talk like, who is that dumbass doctor uh, that Trump hired, Grant Carlson? They could come on and talk like Ben Carlson, right? But almost in a lot of ways, the the, the the lens of how they communicate. I, I don't know. It's just, I feel like our brain is like, my brain is asking for a traditional African-American metaphor for hear me. And when I think about that metaphor of, you know, hip hop culture, my black friends that I know, when I, when I hear the, the thoughts in my head of like, really true communication. It's not Ben Carlson. It's not a black guy at a podium. You know, white guys stay at the podiums. You know what I mean? And I feel, in a lot of ways, I feel like it taints me as racist to think this. Like, I think, when I think about the power of the, of, of, the, of the black community and the power of it, I go right to the strongest metaphor of it in my mind, which is a black guy on the screen, a rapper or whatnot, and another or whatever, which I've taken from media, right? I'm taking it from media and also taking it from what I've seen on YouTube and what the, the what the black culture has given me as a definition of who they are, right? And so I, there's a part of me who's like, hey, you know how to ask this? Like, I want righteous, like, I want awesome rappers. That's why I want to, I want to meet people in town who have that uh, 
who can basically deliver and, and deliver this on camera. You know, and I'm going to tell you, I want them to be able to go, yeah, motherfucker, you're my team X. I'm not your underground fucking railroad, right? And then I want to cut to the white guy behind the podium. Thank you. Uh, you know, what's your name? Devon, asshole. Thank you, Devon. Yes, we too are launching. You know what I mean? I want to show that. I want to show that extremeness, just like Chappelle did. I want to show that same level of extremeness because it's so, one, it's fucking hilarious. And then two, it's... It's true to what you think you know about the culture. So not only is it funny, but it confirms your notion of that. And then it becomes like a truth. And I just want to be, I, there's a big part of me that wants to hang out in a room with a bunch of angry black guys who are really pissed about this. I just want to do that. I want to, I want to, I don't know. I want to harness their energy. I mean, I feel like I have, you know, white guy energy. I really want black guy energy right now, you know. And I, and actually, I, I think I have aspects of it because I'm thinking in a really clear way about how to retaliate, you know. Um, I'm going to launch Reese weekend. You know who Kyle Reese is? Anyone know who Kyle Reese is? Kyle Reese is a fictional hero that helps Sarah Connor escape the Terminator. I recently started, I've been thinking a, a lot about, so there's this metaphoric translation in my head that happens all the time. My brain is, is, is resonating on a concept and it's going to the library to define it. And the only thing it can find, it can find, it can find all the things in my head that make me mad about the thing. But it's also, my brain's like counter, it's like referencing all these movies that actually explain this metaphor really way, greatly, or really well. And <laughs> I've always done, I've been doing this with movies now for a couple of years, and I have this like ability to take any scene in the Hollywood movies and sort of represent exactly what's happening in the scene, but, but put it in a different light. So the Terminator movie is actually not about a robot coming back in the future. It's really uh, a movie about um, I'd say um, female founders. It's really a movie about black or minority or basically female founders in general. So yet if you watch Terminator, the first movie, and reframe it completely from the fact that Sarah Connor is a is is actually not the you know who blah 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 blah. It's the fact that she's a founder. She's a female founder, and so if you if you watch that and then you reclassify the Terminator as a predatory VC, and then you reclassify Kyle Reese, you know I actually had to really reclassify him. He's just there to help you, right? He's there to help you. You think about how many years women have been targeted for termination in terms of venture capital. They haven't been encouraged. They've been targeted for termination, either by sheer denial or, or other methods. You know what I mean? So and I want to heighten that because if you watch Terminator and some of the clips and you keep in mind that Sarah Connor is a female founder, it is a you know, black woman. I know she's a white woman, but again, jump to the space of being that is a female founder. It redefines the whole movie when you watch it. 
the Terminator is predatory VC, right? And Reese, initially when I did that, I reframed Reese um, as me, as Big Kitty. And, you know, there's a scene where, and actually, uh, well, there's really good scenes in the first movie that really commute this, but there's a really good scene in the second movie too, where she's in the hospital, mental ward, and she's trying to escape and she runs under the Terminator and she misconstrues them for, you know, predatory VC that she knew when she was growing up, right? Again, it all works. So, um, and, um, you know, and I, I, and I, there's that scene where she goes down by the elevator and she's like, holy shit, the Terminator's here, right? And she freaks out. She's like, no, right? <coughs> Dude, um, yeah. And then when she's trying to run away. And that scene, I actually reframed the Terminator instead of a, the, actually, the first Terminator actually turns into a good guy, right? Because that's what he is in the second movie. So there, he's not, you know, predatory VC. In that instance, he's actually Big Kitty Laugh. He's a, you know, I'm here to say, I'm here to, I'm here to help you, right? That's what I want, you know? So when Kyle Reese says, you know, come with me when I want, come with me if you want to live, right? That's me reaching out my hand. Come with me if you want your startup to live. That's what I'm saying. You want your startup to live? Come with me. And so, you know, there I am running out with, you know, the female founder running into the alley being chased by, um, you know, the much more advanced predatory VC, right? That has, you know, come for her. And I love thinking like that. <laughs> it's, you know, it just helps me. I don't know. The sad thing is while it helps me, it doesn't help any girl in Texas right now. Who's freaking out. Nothing really makes me more angry than, than someone who bullies a woman. Bullies a girl. Every aspect of what I've been educated and told by my father is just vibrating in Militrons right now. Can't handle it sometimes. I don't have capacity. And what sucks is while I'm dealing with, you know, sort of the enormity of this, you know, people are getting hunted down and Texas government is sending aside a nice budget of money. I lack the means to fight this. But I don't lack the means to make fun of it. I don't like the means necessarily to help them understand it a little bit better. So I'm going to launch Reese, Reese Weekend, named after Kyle Reese.
And I'm encourage people to do both sides of technology. I want to know everything that you can do from a technology side to hunt these women down. I need to know exactly what a witch hunt looks like in Texas now. I want to think to the most hardest possible extreme that technology can provide to make sure that everyone uh, who's even re remotely related to this woman to do anything can be sued. Technically, you could sue Apple because she uses an Apple phone to figure out what's going on and sue them. I want to show them the full ramifications of their new legislation. I want to show up from the extreme view of technology, which is purely fucking agnostic and did not give a fuck what you think about what is good and what's bad. It's not about that. So I'll show you that. You want to see extreme evil in today's lens? Not a problem, Texas. I'll give it to you. And then at the same time, I'll show you Reese. And Reese is going to be all these concepts. They're going to empower women. They're going to help women. They're going to circumvent all your shit. You know what I mean? And that's, what's even better about Reese, not only, Reese doesn't just circumvent the Terminator, right? Fucking kills the Terminator, right? He makes, he does all kinds of shit in that Terminator to make that Terminator's life really shitty, you know? So Reese is quite, the, he's, yeah, is he, you know, he is, um, you know, he needs, he's, he's a, he's a one-man guy. And he, he's out of provisions, doesn't have, you know what I mean? But that's okay, because my Reese will use the full level of technology to help women. Now, just in saying that right there, potentially someone in Texas can sue me. Because I'm making a notion that I think this law is stupid as fuck, and I would really like to find a way to help women. But because I'm using a notion of helping the women affected by this, Texas can now sue me. They have a law that they can sue me right now. I haven't even built anything yet, but they can sue me. Better yet, I'm just on the radar as someone to sue. Like, make note to self. I have to resue these women and ruin their lives and actually inadvertently kill the children that they have. Um, let's also, you know, see this. There's this guy over here. You know, the nice thing about startup weekend type stuff is that. We know that 90% of the concepts that come out of startup, we can fail. So it's not like any of these startups are true. They're just showing you the possibility. So why not we have a nice weekend of possibility and we show all the possible things that humans can do from a technology creation standpoint that are shockingly horrific, right? And then we're going to show Reese. And we'll do all the other ones that can fight this shit. That's what I'm going to do. That's the only way I can describe my disdain for this policy. It really bothers me. I think between this and China offering $100,000 relocation credits to move to Shenzhen is pretty, pretty amazing. And I know a lot of men are going to get sex changes and probably experimental operations to try to get pregnant so that they can cash in on this credit, you know? Um, that's the thing that people forget about laws. When laws go into place, they go into place with this notion that it's good for the people in Canada. 
But once the law goes in place, not only is there a whole group that's going to really leverage and go after that law and, 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 and mine it, there's going to be a whole other group that's is going to scam the law. And so, you know, you're going to have lawyer groups. Well, I could see this. I could see groups in Texas of lawyers who actually are not the citizens. Well, they themselves are citizens, but they are actually just mega groups that actually pursue this. Why? Because it's in their best interest. Every person they can get to sue another person is 10 grand for them. It's like a built-in, like, it's bad enough that lawyers get 600 bucks an hour. Now they have, um, you know, there's something, you know, Man, the, the, the ugly side of, of humanity is really ugly at times. And a good friend of mine is like, yeah, everything you're saying is awesome. That's cool about, you know, technology, because you're right, you know. Humans are, you know, inherently evil. I'm like, wait a minute, really, are we? Am I inherently evil? Is that what I've been facing? Have I been fighting that? And maybe Texas just gave up? Maybe that's what the meeting was, you know. Texas Medical Commissioner comes in. Um, we got the results. Well, what is it? Well, um, it's true, sir. You're uh, our whole legal team, and basically, our whole government is inherently evil. He pulls away, pushes away from the desk. You mean this whole time I thought I've been making a righteous decision for the sanctity of human life, and I've been thinking evil? I'm confused. Yes, Governor. Well, our research has shown that we're all actually inherently evil. That's not the case. You know, I fucked my daughter last night. It was fine. Your daughter's her? Whatever. It's, it's in the family. You know, I'm just like, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, it's dark and twisted. Uh. Yeah. 